what's up world we're hiding out in Wisconsin right now so there's no Wi-Fi out here therefore no live streaming but still want to bring you some of the news so this kid in Indiana who neutralized a bad guy who would be a mass shooter needs to be recognized Elijah Dickin is a hero who shot down a would-be mass shooter at an Indiana mall on Sunday late afternoon. Support for this kid is pouring in. So far, GoFundMe page for him has over 16,000 in donations. I've linked it down below in case you want to donate to Elijah. So here's the story in case you missed it. It was late Sunday afternoon that some 20-year-old little creep decides to take two rifles and a pistol with over 100 bullets into the mall in Indiana. He goes straight into the mall food court bathroom, hangs out there for an hour. He drops his cell phone in the toilet. So that tells me he doesn't want to be tracked after he commits this mass shooting. So he drops the phone in the toilet and then takes off into the food court, opening fire. Um, police say that he shot 24, police retrieved 24 shell casings from his gun. So he made it, fired 24 bullets. Uh, in a matter of seconds, but 15 seconds into him firing his gun, a good guy named Elijah Dickin happens to be in the same mall food, food court armed with a pistol, a Glock, pulls out his gun, fires 10 shots, hits the creep with eight of those bullets, and the, the kid who was opening fire was trying to retreat back into the bathroom, couldn't make it, falls, dies, and Elijah saved who knows how many people. Sad part is the creep kid did get away with killing three adults, injuring uh, one woman. I think she was shot in the leg and then a 12 year old girl, part of a bullet hit her in the back. But three people did sadly die. Who knows how many it would have been that kid bringing in over 100 bullets and three guns. Fortunately, Elijah knew what he was doing with that gun. Now, I'm going to get into the laws surrounding this case, what Congress is working on. Elections coming up, this is important. Congress is working to push more gun restrictions after they already passed some sweeping gun control. We're going to talk all about it. Shout out to the sponsor first of my coverage, which is Ageless Glow Skin Rejuvenating Serum. This is something I like to use morning and night. It helps reduce the appearance of fine lines, sagging skin, and age spots. Makes your skin look younger and healthier and more elastic in as little as seven days. Uh, if you click my link, Glow With Ivory, down in description, you are going to get 38% off your order, free shipping, um, as well as free health coaching that comes with it. All kinds of uh, free add-ons that, that uh, BioTrust likes to add. Love this company. Love their collagen as well. But their uh, skincare products are great. And they are natural. And they work. So check them out. Ageless Glow. Glowwithivory.com. Linked down below. Here's the thing. July 1st, Constitutional Carry went into law in Indiana. So you no longer have to uh, get a concealed carry permit, no permitting necessary. You can just carry a gun even if you have no training. This is a controversial law that was passed and it just went into effect, uh, make it, making it easier for everyone to carry a gun. Um, this is actually one of 25 states who have recently passed constitutional carry 
laws. I know Texas, where I'm from, we've got the same thing, just passed into law. So Elijah did not even have to have any permit or training. His lawyer says he actually did have a concealed carry permit that he got last year and that it was his grandfather that taught him how to shoot. Obviously, he was a really good shot. If he fired 10 bullets, eight of them hit the uh, shooter, and he was pretty far away from this, this killer. Shout out to Elijah saving countless lives by taking out a bad guy. No word on the motives of this creep. It's really concerning how many mass shootings we're having. But here's the thing. Indiana is actually a red flag law state. They actually tightened up their red flag laws in, in 2019, yet this kid slipped through the cracks. Why didn't they confiscate the killer's gun, guns, he had multiple guns, before he went on this killing spree? If Indiana has strict red flag laws, which they do, in fact, Indiana is one of 19 states and the District of Columbia that all have red flag laws. In Indiana, police can go and seize your gun without a warrant. They just have to let a judge know within 48 hours that they've done that. Or they can instead present evidence to a judge first and get a warrant and take your gun that way. They have to simply show that you have a propensity for violence or that you are emotionally unstable. The reason that people don't like red flag laws is they could be weaponized against law-abiding citizens. You don't have to have committed a crime for police to simply seize your guns. So a lot of people are very concerned about red flag laws, especially in the wake of Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas leading the charge on that uh, under Biden, putting out countless bulletins over the past two years about how they believe that Americans are domestic terrorism threats. And what makes them domestic terrorism threats is when they talk about how bothered they are about the weird shenanigans that happened with the 2020 election. When Americans talk about how bothered they are about pandemic-related restrictions, lockdowns, the fact that the government wants you to stay at home, the government doesn't want you to open your business, all the things that we saw happen, extreme restrictions, the government wants to force a needle into your arm. If you're bothered by that, if you talk with hatred about the government's uh, power grab, you may be a domestic terrorist. Okay, so if DHS is saying this, wouldn't that be reason to snatch your guns? But here's the thing, a lot of good humans who love freedom are against those things. So is, are your guns going to be snatched? Now, red flag laws are not on the national level at this point, or Alejandro Mayorkas and his DHS guys probably would be snatching people's guns. But right now, red flag laws have passed and are law in 19 states plus D.C., what just happened was the Safer Communities Act was passed um, in June, signed into law by Biden, which allocates $750 million to funding states passing more red flag laws. So the federal government, using our tax dollars or just printed money, is funneling tons of new money into all the states to hopefully get every state to pass a red flag law making it really easy for law enforcement to snatch your guns. 
but how effective are these red flag laws against actual criminals or are they going to be used against law-abiding citizens? People have a lot of concerns. And as we've seen in Indiana, it's not been very effective. Uh, there's mosquitoes out here. The red flag law in, in Indiana has not been effective. Uh, not only did this creep in Indiana over the weekend successfully kill three innocent people, back in uh, 2020, there was a guy, police seized his guns due to the red flag laws. Two months later, he goes back and purchases more guns. <laughs> okay, what was it, Brandon Hole, I think his name was? So after his guns were seized, he buys more. Bypassing the red flag law, goes on a shooting spree at FedEx and kills eight people. Again, failure of the red flag law. So red flag laws don't seem to be working against the people they're, they're meant to be used against. I mean, in, uh, Illinois has a red flag law, yet we had that 4th of July mass shooting there. New York's red flag law didn't stop the creep who killed people in Buffalo. So what is going on? Yet our Congress, including Republicans, actually Republicans like uh, John Cornyn, senator from Texas, were pushing this stuff. Some Democrats actually voted against it. Most Democrats are for this sort of stuff, but we did see Democrats vote for the Second Amendment, and we saw some Republicans vote against the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment says, shall not infringe. Okay, and this is big time infringement by government. If the government, red flag law says a citizen can simply you know, police can feel that the citizen has a propensity for violence or mental health issues, so you take the gun, violating the person's Second Amendment rights. You know, most Democrats, it is mostly Democrats who want to take people's guns, but there are Republicans, plenty of Republicans are trying to take guns too. So be aware, you know, don't always just vote party line. Be aware who is for your freedom and who is against your freedom. Now, Congress has more gun legislation in the pike. They're trying to snatch more people's guns. Just be aware of this when you're voting in November that Congress is probably going to see how that election happens and they're, they're trying to push through this new legislation that would ban assault rifles. Uh, they name AKs and ARs by name, trying to get rid of um, semi-automatic rifles. So be aware of that. That is legislation that's under consideration right now in Congress, as well as a law that it would make it easier for families who of victims of gun violence, make it easier for them to sue the manufacturer of the gun, even though the manufacturer of the gun had no part in the commission of the actual crime. There's currently a law that prevents families of victims of gun violence from suing the gun manufacturer. Now, before that law went into effect, anti-gun people were pushing these lawsuits simply to bankrupt the gun manufacturers, using the lawsuit itself as the weapon to shut down the making of guns. So anyway, anti-gun people are trying to push that again and, and make it legal again to sue gun manufacturers into oblivion because someone used their gun to shoot someone. Just be aware of all this and why the Second Amendment exists to protect the citizens from the government. Um, the Second Amendment exists so that citizens can form their independent militias and protect themselves from government oppression. So the gun violence and the innocent lives lost 
are horrible. But we have to think logically about this. What would really happen if individuals, innocent law-abiding citizens, were prevented from their ability to defend themselves? A lot of people think that the reason that the U.S. government didn't infringe on people's liberties more than it did during the pandemic was because so many people were armed and agitated at government interference. Okay, America didn't see what happened in Australia or in China where guns, where citizens aren't allowed to have guns. The Australian government and the Chinese government doesn't have to worry about its people fighting back. It can oppress its people all at once. Another note to consider is that a lot of these mass shootings happen in places where guns are actually banned at that location because even even though the Constitution allows us to have guns, a private citizen or a private corporation with private property can say no guns are allowed here. Um, and so, and also school zones, you know, don't allow guns. It's just interesting that these places where law-abiding citizens are told not to carry a gun are where the bad guys bring a gun. And that actually, at that Indiana mall, there was a gun ban, according to media reports. The mall didn't want anyone to have a gun there. But Elijah, the good guy, concealed carried his gun anyway, and it's a good thing he did because he took down the bad guy. Um, his lawyer says that even though the mall banned guns, there isn't a law in Indiana that would punish someone for breaking the mall's rule, the mall's anti-gun rule. So his lawyer says Elijah is literally legally good to go, thank God, because he saved a lot of lives. And the bad guy is dead. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to break down that story. I think it's wonderful to see a good person be a hero like that. Uh, Elijah was a lot braver than the Uvalde police, thank goodness. We need a lot of brave people in the world right now. These are crazy times. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you later.